and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Pirkei Avot, the ethics of the fathers, with the insights of the Maharal of Prague. And in the Mishnah number 2 of chapter 3, it says, Rabbi Hanina, the deputy Kohen Gadol, high priest, says, Pray for the welfare of the government because if, if people did not fear, fear it, a person would swallow his fellow alive. This sounds gruesome and horrible, but we'll understand why Rabbi Hanina is telling us this, this thing. It's very true in how human nature can become so depraved. So, and why it becomes like that? How, what, what is the, the, the reason why a human being have the capacity to kill someone else? And so it says, human creation was unique in the sense that animals were created a male and female, they were not created alone. Man was the only creation in the world that was created alone. So when God created Adam, he created him alone. And that's when he was told by Hashem to go and name the animals. He said, come and give the names to the animals that he realized that he was alone in the world. And he says, I'm alone. And then Hashem said, okay, I'm going to make a woman for you. So you're not alone and she can be a, a, an aid for you. So here we see that man was created alone and even the female did not yet have a separate, a separate existence because she came from him. Like the animals didn't, the, the female animal didn't come from the male animal. She was made separate from the male animal, but the woman came, comes from the man, comes from a side of him. So why is this so? And the rabbis answer, the first man was made alone for this reason, to teach that if anyone destroys one human life, it is considered as if he destroyed the entire world. And if anyone maintains one human life, saves a human life, it is considered as if he had maintained the entire world. This is how precious it is. And this tells the greatness of God, and it explains how God created every person unique. Even though he uses the same mold for each one of us, no two people are just the same. Like if you would look, even identical twins have different DNAs, they, they have different personalities. Uh, no two people in the world are exactly the same. But if you look at coins, it, uh, a mold is used to make 25 uh, cent coins, quarters, you'll see that they're all exact. There's no, no difference between one and the other. They're all exact. So what we, we see from here, is that Hashem wanted to tell each person that the whole world was created for that, per, that specific person. So he says the whole world is, is created for you. So the reason if anyone destroys one human life, it is considered as if he destroyed the entire world. And this is the meaning of it, because some people would say, okay, because people would think that he destroyed the entire world because this person is going to have a children and these children are going to have children and they're going to be a continuation of this person. But this is not what the Mishnah is telling us because there's people who no, don't have kids. And it, it, if that life is, is, is lost, it's, a, it's a, a whole world has been lost. So rather the explanation of this passage is as follows. The world was created with just one person who served as king of the world. So when Adam was created, he was the whole king of the world. And the role of a king is to unify his subjects into a single community. This is the role of a king, is to take care of, of all the, the, the subjects that are around him. 
and unify them. And indeed, Adam brought together all parts of creation for the sole purpose of, ser of serving Hashem. So his sole purpose as king of the world was to serve God and to bring everything together. And since God structured creation to need only a solitary human being, the existence of the entire world is fully justified even for one person. So therefore, if anyone sustains one person, it is as if he had sustained the entire world. And if anyone destroys one person, it is as if he has destroyed the entire world. And then it says, the Mishnah says, because if people did not fear it, and it's, it's talking about the government, a person would swallow his fellow alone. And, and the laws of nature were established at, time, at the time of creation. And, and since one human being is the king of the world, it is in our nature, it is embedded in our nature that we feel each one of us has this, uh, this made up thing by Hashem inside of us that we feel that we're unique and the whole world was created for us. And the rabbi says, God forms everybody in the mold of the first man, yet no two people are identical. And we are like Adam, in that we consider ourselves to be solitary king of the world. So what the Mishnah is trying to tell us is that it is inherent in human nature, and it is accurate that each person feels that he is the king of the world. And we are autonomous, solitary individuals who have to share the world with other people. So this is in a subconscious level. We don't think about this, but if you really go to the to the to the root of the problem of why people are able to kill other people, this is this is the reason. And we saw it last week. We saw very sadly a tragic uh, situation in which a young kid went into a school and 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 killed 17 innocent people. What drives a person to do this? And so it tells us what drives people to kill other people. What is the drive? How can they do it? They know it's evil. They know it's bad. So as we said, it is the nature of creation. It is in our nature, in your nature, in my nature, in everybody's nature, that there be only one person as king of the world. And therefore, there is a natural drive to return to the original state of being the only person in the world. So it's something that it's in our subconscious. We don't have it in front of us. It's very, very deep inside. But subconsciously, every person wants to go back to being the primordial man. And that drive is so strong that a person could devour his neighbor alive until he alone remains. And that's why the, the Mishnah tells us that the role of the government is to bind the people together. It's like a king. The, the government is like a king. And it's to unify a nation. That's the role of government, is to bring people together, not to make people separate. And we should pray for the welfare of the government. We should pray that the, the, the government is aided by Hashem and that they should do things in the right way for the, for the betterment of everybody's lives. So since only the fear of it can bind individuals together into a society, and prevent each person from you uh, from buying to be the only one in the world. So government is, for better or worse, is what keeps people uh, safe and what keeps people alive. Because if we didn't have laws, we would eat each other up. People would eat, eat each other up like the cannibals. So we see from Parashah Mishpatim that Hashem gave us all these laws in the in the desert right after giving us the Torah about civil laws, about civilization, and how we have to conduct between 
ourselves between each other. It gives us in the Ten Commandments the commandment to not kill. So why does he have to give us this commandment? Like it's natural, it's like you would say, it's obvious that we're not going to kill. But from this Mishnah we learn that it's the opposite, that in our nature we could all kill. But it is because of the law that we abstain ourselves from doing these horrendous things because we have Yirashamayim, we have a, a fear. So in the previous Mishnah, we see that Akavya ben Mahalel, he taught us that the, we, a person has to have three things in front of him to not fall into sin. One is to know where he comes from, a putrid drop, to know where he's going, it's under the ground, and he's going to be eaten by maggots and worms, and, and to know that everything he does is recorded in a book. So he taught us that haughtiness, that pride, is what makes people sin. And from here we learn that Rabbi Hanina adjoins that of Rabbi Akavia ben Mahalel, who lived at the same period, in the same time, and, um, and he, he comes uh, a notch higher, showing that human pride is so natural and runs so deep that it can be a mo motive for murder. So we have to be very careful not to fall and be very aware of, of, of all these Mishnas, of what they teach us, so in that way we will live in a way that is higher and we will be decent human beings to society and we won't fall into our nature, uh, our drives that are natural inside of us. It's not our fault that we have them, but we have the ability to control them through the guidelines of the Torah. So I leave you here. I wish you a beautiful, blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.